Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! few minutes but uh but yeah so so here we are so what are we what, what are we talking about tonight lucas that was so important that you had to have me on the show uh i don't know what you're talking about rick i just said hey do you want to be on the show you haven't been on for a while and you said oh sure thing no but, i said uh, 10 o'clock at night is way too late for me because i'm an old man and i have at least two kids that i know of yeah, yeah. What's her face has to get up to be on the bus at six twenty-five. Sounds like what's her face's problem. Right. <laughs> right. How how does this impact you? Do you, do you got to get my kids? One of my kids has to get up at four fifty in the morning to catch the bus because he has to go to a transfer station to go to his fancy pants school, and I'm not driving him. So wake up. Yeah, one of my my other kid has to get up a half hour before she goes to bed. Brutal. Okay. She has to walk upstairs to her room in the snow both ways. She she walks uphill to school both ways. I, uh, Lucy lucked out. Uh, One of her neighbor friends um, drives their kid to school. And so their mom and Amanda, they swap out who takes the kids. In that way, because otherwise it would be a similar thing for Lucy, even though, you know, her school's really close. It's like, well, you got to get up like an hour earlier. So I'm sure he has to get up pretty early anyways. But but although before it's worth like by the time she was in like second grade, we had trained her to take care of herself in the morning and get out on her own. Like, Welcome I'm... to TFYLP Kids Edition. <laughs> hey, we're all yeah. old. We're right. all old. And these are the things that consume our lives. So deal with it. Do they play with Transformers at the bus stop is the question. No. No, my kids use their phone. Yeah, right? They're on they're on Tinder or I don't know. What? MySpace, I hope whatever, not. whatever kids are using these days, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how it is in y'all's kids, but like social media isn't a big thing with the kids around here at all. They're using... Um, they're listening to Trainer Smith songs and... Um, I don't know, Brittany, I guess. I don't know. I think all my, my kid just has like a big group text thread. That's what they they have. Yeah. 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 They have a group MMS and they're just constantly texting. Well, not constantly, but it goes in waves. Or my, my daughter FaceTimes her friends while she gets ready in the morning. I did. Like anyway, uh, are we talking Transformers tonight? So, so yeah, so tonight's topic, 
Uh, it was supposed to be about Transformers aesthetics, uh, mainly because I was curious what you guys thought about the new direction of, of uh, Hasbro, the recent, you know, over the last year or two, uh, the direction that they've they've went in uh, with their stuff. But then, of course, we can also wrap in, uh, you know, other lines, third party and masterpiece and, and such as well um, into the discussion. So... For a second, um, it, I thought you said Transformers versus FedEx. And I thought there was some kind of crossover that I missed that I didn't know about. That could be. I, could I see mean, they could happening. make a van. They could, they totally could do like the FedEx van truck right. thingy. Right. Yeah. And Mattel will do uh, um, uh, Brown Man. What can Brown do for you? And it'll be the UPS driver or Ups Man. Yeah. Terrible slogan. Well, we did just have a Transformers crossover announced uh, on uh, Transformers Tuesday, which was uh, Frankenstein, I guess, right? From the Impactor mold? From the. Yes, the Dark Universe is coming to Transformers. I mean, I assume that went with uh, Dracula, right? Because it's a Universal yeah. Monsters. It's the next one in that, even though that was like, what, two years ago or something? Right. I don't so, know. Maybe it was three months. Years, I, I don't know. Somewhere somewhere in there. Yeah. In two years, we'll get the um, creature from the Cyber Lagoon. So do you think for the mummy mold, will they reuse this mold again? Just pump it out <laughs> another time? If the day ends in Y. <laughs> I I am so pissed that they broke out that fucking mold again. It's such trash. That's Why? gonna be the the bride of Frankenbot. Yeah. Like I think they just they just want to do any anything to never use it as Quake. It would work really well as Quake. They don't want it to be Quake, so we just end up with with nothing. No Quake. What? Are, which mold are you talking about? The one that they're doing freaking the Impactor mold. Yeah, the Impactor mold. We were talking about the. Terrible oh. bot Lucas held oh, up. Yeah, I, I, that's why I was for a second. I was like, the, that uh... would not be a good quake. <laughs> that thing, no, that's not a good quake. That would be a good rung, though. Yes, that'd be a good would, piece of trash. You, you know, it's a trash mold. never say never, man. Hey, we've got masterpiece skids, so never say never. Yeah, but no. yeah, yeah. Anything and everything is on the table. Every character is a possibility now. Yay, movie skids and mud flap. Accept them. <laughs> For what Although worth, I do kind of want them in the movie good. line just to complete the thing. I mean, we got Jolt. Yeah, where's Masterpiece MPM Jolt? When's that happening? Ne hey, never say never, man. Never say <laughs> never. <laughs> never say never. So, yeah, where do we want to start? Who's gonna Who's gonna start off? So I guess you, you know, Rob. Like you probably don't even care about any of the Hasbro stuff, right? But I have opinions <laughs> on so, everything. <laughs> so you know, it, it seemed like for a while they were really trying to uh, be as screen accurate as as possible, and of course, they saw the Studio Series line that uh, they're somewhat doing that, but. Um, a lot of the figures that we're getting now are, um, you know, slight retools of G1, you know, figures that, that they originally imagined for G1. And so we're getting animated and prime figures and things like that, where 
They're not really accurate to the original figures, but they because they're doing this mismatch kind of thing, it, it does fit in with the G1 figures so that, you know, you can kind of imagine they're in a similar universe or the same universe. Yeah. And so that's why I was just wondering what you guys thought about that. I, I really ideally would want Christian on to answer that too. Cause, but uh, you know, he's, he's on vacation. But so. isn't that what generations is? Isn't that what Generations started off when you think about the first, the first handful of figures we got for Generation? Yeah, Bumblebee, but that was like Hot Rod. Fifteen years ago, no one cares yeah. about what it originally they, meant. They were, they were inspired by. They weren't supposed yeah. to be accurate. I mean, if you want accuracy, that's what we have the movie line for, right? The movie line, best depiction of cartoon or film, right? Generations line is the embodiment of the brand. It's the essence of the brand. It's not meant to be a straight-on interpretation of anything. Now, some come a lot closer to what we've seen as far as on-screen appearances, sure. But can any anyone here point to lump it all in? Chug, Generation, Legs, all all those. All those things, you know, they've been rebranded a million times. Lump them all in. Can anyone point to a single figure and say, that's exactly how it should look, and they'll never be able to improve it? I mean, that's a, I think that question is dishonest. I mean, dishonest. Yeah. There's, there's, like, well, it I, I think you, I think you have the answer you want, and so you're phrasing a question to get somebody to parrot back what you want to hear. No, because, because I was going to surprise everyone and say there is one character. There is one character who defies the odds. There's always one. Well, blaster. Every, and, I mean, everything can always get better. Can you? Everything find can always be improved. Wrong with that figure. The which one? The generations figure you're saying? Yeah. I mean, um, that's... I mean, it could be less hollow. I mean, and you got a redeco, so I mean, pick your poison. Yeah. So. So running change it... variant meant that there was some room for improvement, one direction or another. Uh, we've got multiple head options if you prefer comic or cartoon. Uh, if you want optic options or visor options. Uh, if you like. I mean, you can nitpick anything you want. Nothing. And aesthetics is such a broad thing to begin with. I wasn't sure what we were going to be getting into when when approached with this topic. Um, like, because I've seen a meme re- recently. I don't know if it was shared by TFCon or someone, or reshared somewhere. Where it was like, like Gen One was boxes, like, and it was a pile of literal boxes. And I forget, like, animated was all these, like, really, like, big chins and things. And, you know, everything's just hard shapes. IDW was, like, very realistic body shapes, you know. And then uh, movie stuff was literally a pile of junk. Like, it was a pile of metal in a junkyard. And I thought we might be getting into that. Uh, That's I, what I wasn't I sure if you were... To be honest, yeah, I was. I wasn't sure if you were being inspired by that meme. If you'd seen it, Lucas, but 
to your point, uh, well, to Rick's point, we can nitpick anything. Some things, there are a lot of people that I've that I, that I see in in groups and whatnot that think X version of so and so is the perfect version for them, and they never need to have an improvement. They don't need to buy that character again. Dirge, look at Ultimate Dirge or Ultimate whatever. And for them, that's great. I always harp on the oh, incremental improvements because I always find something to nitpick because I'm a negative Nancy. Uh, but, you know, it, 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 eh, eh. I mean, did we have this argument when Fortress Maximus came out? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The Japanese it, it, version had the wrong shin color or the right shin color. But then it was, you know, it wasn't in English. For those who care about that sort of thing, the San Diego version was wrong. The re- the retail version was wrong. I can find things that are wrong with it. The I mean, aesthetics were displeasing to me, so I had Fort to buy Max the Japanese version. A mode, right? Isn't the yeah. Titan Fort yeah. Max missing a mode completely? Like yes, he doesn't do the city mode correctly his, or something. His legs don't move right. Yeah, he is wrong. It's it's aesthetically incorrect. Gonna, listen, if you like the G one version, then that's the one for you. Right, here's here. But it's right. not. Here's here's the thing. Now we're getting missing link. So I kind of feel that this are I, I don't know. I think I set myself up for failure with this whole Fort Max argument. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was a big glaring problem. Hi Jim. Hi Jim. We, hey, we could technically everyone? see uh, missing link Fort Max. Never say never. I would like and that. I'll buy it. Yeah. What the hell is Missing Link Fort Max? What? No, it doesn't. It doesn't exist yet. But Missing Link Prime is the Generation One Prime with the extra articulation. His hands don't. Oh, come got off. it. Got it. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the line. It's, it's uh, the one so where you, you click on saying, the pre-order link and and get a four hundred four error. Yeah. Uh, I ordered from Amazon Japan, so I didn't right. get four hundred four. The the real number is nine one two. If you have an emergency. Potentially, Rick is right. We could see a missing link Fort Max, and that could make all of my little, little Peter Brain dreams come true. And, and what I, I mean, I, missing link to me, it's ten years too late because they had that technology ten years ago. But I feel like it's uh, what people have been asking for for a long time. And it, like you said, maybe for some people the moment has passed. But it, I definitely remember when third parties started hitting the scene. Like people are like, "Man, I wish somebody would just like." make G1 Bumblebee, but make it articulated. And then iGear did it, you know, and those toys have issues, but that was the vein. A lot of what iGear did was supposed to, like, sit in your G1 collection. You know, iGear's problems are, and it, are impossible toys. Maybe that was it. Impossible, impossible toys. toys. It was yeah. impossible yeah. toys. You know, like, they had issues, but they, they did a lot of unique stuff. So I, I respected them for that. And, and I really liked the pieces they made because no one else made it. You know, no one else is going to make it. But a lot of people were like, man, I would love to have G1 toys just with more articulation and I don't think the line will ever get to Fort max or um, honestly anything probably beyond 10 characters. If, if we're lucky, but, never, uh, say never, never say never though. I mean, I look at where think. we are with masterpiece, right? Look at where we are with RC. We have so many RCs. We're sick of getting RC figures. We even have a headmaster RC figure. Yep. It made it, it literally, broke Dom and he went and he got married. That's how many RCs. Married 
to a different podcast. That's what he got married to and abandoned us. That hussy. Straight up hussy. Um, like to, to your original question, Lucas, you know, I, and you know, in a bit to, you know, what Rick's saying, like, I think, yeah, things can always be improved. You can always get more and more screen accurate. And, but I don't know, I find the new stuff that is like, Hey, we're going to take stuff from other lines and like envision it as G1 or whatever. I think the idea in itself is cool, but it just has zero appeal to me. Um, like if you want to do an animated character, it needs to be in the animated style or else I just don't care. But else then we're we're retreading where we've already been. Correct. I mean, I don't have an answer for it. Like, I don't have a lot of desire for mainline stuff, you know, to be clear. Like, I understand the place they're in, you know, because I don't think they said, hey, it would be cool if we did this. I think they said, shit, what can we do now? And I honestly think it's kind of like desperation. I think they feel like they have to have nostalgia. Things have to have a hook. You know, sometimes people complain about getting the same character over and over again, but you, you release a new character and a lot of it sells worse overall. You know, it's 40th anniversary right around the corner. That's what this is for for Missing Link. So that's that's why we're getting those because by the 50th anniversary, everyone on the screen right now is going to be dead, pretty much. So, so I they mean, don't want to wait. That's they don't want to wait for 50, so they got to get that last milk dollar out of us before we all croak. So the qu- question is, uh, will they have announced Masterpiece Cliff Jumper by then or not? Uh, no, <laughs> they'll just be that that green green uh, test shot floating around. I yeah, love you guys. No, I don't want any uh, of us to die. The, to be clear, uh, yeah, it's with the yeah. pink Walmart hot rod. But I, well, I that think that, the that thing got released. Hard. It's not at Walmart. No, no, the 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 non G one version. Oh, the the Velocitron one. Yeah. Well, uh, the the thing that's hard is is that when you go back to like Transformers Animated and Prime, like the original figures were pretty darn good, um, and they still are, them. and yep. the, yeah, and they're still good. So it's like, well, how do they actually make a better version of that? And and the other thing is is you know for the generations line, everyone's been complaining, oh, like you do too much G one, you know we. Uh, like, you know, we want non-G1 stuff. And so they're like, all right, here you go. And then you're like, wait, no, not like that. <laughs> um, hey, to be clear, I wasn't – I'm not complaining about any of it. I just think they have very little to offer me on the main line these days. And that's – and I don't think – there's not much they can do to change that for me. But that's why, like, I'm fiddling here with the G2 stuff. The G2 stuff, that, that's a way to get me to buy main line because right. these are weird, wacky, random things. And – yeah, you know, signing me up like I don't, I don't necessarily want to spend, you know, whatever a masterpiece Grimlock would cost in tiger stripe colors. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but I'm very content for that, to, you know, to get it in a, a in a chug style instead. Had, but, but there's a lot of great characters that came after G1. So how? Yeah, do and we, I already have those toys. We, you know, bulkhead, lockdown. How do we honor those characters? We they honor. It's a fucking yeah, toy line. I mean, how do we do? How do we service those characters? Right. I think it's very appropriate to bring in those characters from other lines into a generation esque multiverse line. I think if there was fiction when, to go with it, it would make a lot more sense. 
And there's nothing to say that they won't show up in fiction. I know IDW with their reboot and various other ventures were trying to, uh, like the Minerva was in that Wreckers comic toward the end of IDW, looking just like she does from the Walgreens release. Uh, so there's nothing to say. And, you know, obviously uh, Cascade and, and other from Tupac. Uh, I don't know. Javelin. So I, 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 thank you, Javelin. Um, oh, no. I was th- I was thinking Electrosol. Close enough. I, I, I right. Uh, I I did have a thought on on this though. Um, as as you guys were talking, um, can can you hear me? Okay, I'm I'm trying to. Yeah, you're good. Not, not too loud. Okay, cool. Good. All right. Um, my thought was is, is like you, you mentioned, you know, Transformers Animated or or Transformers Prime, which two factors that I'm glad they're given kind of the 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 chug aesthetic to. The noses and the chins. The noses are back and the chins are under control. However, as I was as I was listening, it occurred to me this isn't a new thing that they're doing by by shoehorning these these radically different aesthetics into your standard, you know, classics G one E looking thing. The first line they did this to was in fact generation one. Look at G1 Ironhide, Ratchet, and so many others that look nothing like the original toys. They made them into what they how they appeared in the cartoon series, the Sunbow cartoon series. You go to the store back back you know forty years ago, you didn't see what you saw on the show. You saw something similar, but the the, the toys looked radically different. Like Ironhide and Ratchet didn't even have you know official heads uh, other than like like a sticker. Jim. Jim, you might have hit on so, something there. What happens when we get Missing Link, Ratchet, and Ironhide? Missing head? Do they I want all new head molds. or not to head? What if they do full new molds that are kind of like clunky mini masterpieces for Missing Link, Ironhide, I mean, and Ratchet? I don't know what you would do honestly, that would work. Honestly, I, I wouldn't be when I was I 10. wouldn't be entirely upset. If if they if they took the Ironhide and Ratchet and gave it a little bit of a movie feel for the for the faces, that since you know the the Bayverse uh, Ironhide and Ratchet, you know, are, are a little similar to like the face stickers anyway, just in the in the overall uh, design, they got like a little mustachey looking thing on Ratchet. When I was ten, I I, I mail I drew a picture of Ironhide and how he would transform if he was correct. Now this was after the cartoon yeah. had been off the cartoon off the TV for a couple of years. This is when Action Masters were out, and I mailed it to the address that I found on one of the the pamphlets, you know, like mail away for Hubcap and Cosmos and Thundercracker and stuff. And I sent it to Hasbro, and and yeah. obviously no response from that. Um, I also tried to order Megatron like four years after the expiration date, and and they sent me a nice letter saying, "Hey, yeah, no." Um, because you could you could still order Megatron in like 1986, so but it expired in 87. Yeah. I sent it off in 90 or 91. Um, so they said, "Hey, yeah, no." And then similarly, I drew a picture of Krang's android body and sent that to the address that I found on the back of a turtle's box. And I told kids after the Krang's android body was released that I sent them that design. And <laughs> kids are dumb, and they believed me. And they're liars. <laughs> Yeah, they're dumb and they're liars, and they believe each other's lies. Party. So, so why why did you put Krang there? 
Of, of all the places in the robot. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I'd already seen him on the cartoon. I'd already seen him. I was just, you know, oh, now you're muted. Now you went away. Am I? No. Oh, now you're way. back. Oh, okay. I I turned into a, a missing link night because now I'm thinking about missing link and I'm thinking there's going to be a combiner. I think you're way overthinking it. I think this is a one a one shot, mm-hmm. and if it does well, maybe they'll do a second they, shot and a third. They've shot already announced. They've already shown pictures of the second figure. Well, yeah, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like I think oh. it's they've had well, plenty well, of stuff that got? doesn't go beyond Megatron and Prime. I mean, that's what Masterpiece was. We got Optimus, and then we got White Optimus, and then we got Black Optimus, and then we got Optimus again, and then we got Optimus with short stacks, and Optimus uh... without short stacks, with with short stacks, but battle damage with a stand without a stand. And it took a while, but then we got Starscream, or what we think is Starscream. It definitely took them a while to land on Masterpiece. It really bounced around for several years before they figured out what they wanted it to be. And then and then they started honing in on it over the years, and that continues. But Yeah, it's evolved, and Ooh. now it's uh, an animated line. G1 so, animated. So what, what, is it, what is it that they've shown for the second figure, Rick? Well, they've shown the, we've seen the pictures of Megatron. Have we now? Yep. Well, is okay, that I was, I was I was thinking that was a Photoshop. Legit? I think that was the question. I, I I wasn't sure on that one. Oh, oh, I, I'm, t- I wasn't aware if there was an I mean, issue. It, if, there, if there's an issue of it, it not being legit, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if it is, that'd be fantastic. The question is, is whether or not it was a leaked photo, or you know, if someone was you know really good at Photoshop. It's always a grainy photo taken on a flip phone oh, from two thousand one. So. Yeah, I yeah. thought we had clear images like of it though. Ron is saying it was Photoshop. Oh, all right, well. Yeah, just just like that. that yeah, but Optimus Ron and, is uh, Photoshop. Two pack for studio yeah, series. Ron, Ron, is Ron, Ron even real? Ron's not real. Ron works for Mattel. So. <laughs> now, I get that they need somewhere to take the generations line, and they need something to do. I do think they can also just keep retreading out the same. 84 to 86 characters and then, you know, mix in other stuff all day till the cows come home. Because at the end of the day, you know, us old fancy, it is, uh, it's, here's another Optimus Prime, but there's always somebody that's like, man, finally, I get a chance to buy a cool looking Prime because I missed it when it was on the shelves three years ago or five years ago there or are seven years ago. So and you know what? He-Man's doing so the same many thing right places. now. He, He-Man yeah. is taking the vintage figures and adding more articulation. Mm-hmm. They are. Well, I feel like with the generation there, there are... line specifically, like they're not going to make their own tools for you know whatever, like Unicron trilogy figures and and all that. You know, like it's always going to be a partial retool from you know from something else. Like it's just I don't think the that's, question is is that's that fair. I don't think that's right. I mean, look at yeah. um, look well, look at. Uh, all the Armada figures we've gotten. And yeah, the Cybertron Hot Shot, Starscream, the Big Pants Prime, Megatron, yeah. Yeah, they're doing it. They're serious. doing it. it. It definitely has taken a long time, and they definitely homage them through repaints and retools a lot early on. I think, you know, as time goes on, we'll get a lot more and more unique molds. Right. Yeah, that first Armada if, if Megatron could, was, <laughs> was pretty iffy. If they could take 
a break and just leave seasons one through three of G1 alone for a little while and just move on with life, there are so many other areas that they could delve into that would give us some fascinating figures. But uh, what it's I'm, I'm thinking, right, right, right. right. Who, who's to say? But what, what I'm thinking is if they go into the, some of the subgroups and special teams, you could do the Omnibots, the Spy Changers. Uh, if they want to do a combiner, they could do Land Cross or, or something similar. I mean, the if they did Spy Changers, they could repurpose them into the G2 GoBots and so on and so forth. Like we've, we've got, you know, with the, with the uh, Toxitron thing, they did the... the the lights, uh, the laser cycle jazz, and then the, the orange jazz. So, I think I mean, the problem it, it, is, it's... is like all of us would love stuff like that, mm -hmm. but the average person doesn't care at all, and they don't know who the Omnibots are, and so you know we're we're lucky to get that kind of stuff, but I don't. You know. I, I these days I'm not going to try to predict what will and won't sell. Like to me, it's yeah. it's an honest question of would people buy it? I don't know, but like. Look at the G2, the Toxitron wave, or whatever they called it. Mm. Like, a lot of that stuff's hard to find, mm -hmm. you know. And it's yeah, obviously, yeah, but there's also a lot of the speculators. Day, there's less what? There's a lot of speculators who are just oh. they're just buying everything, and they see the hype in groups, and they see the hype yeah. online, and they're like, "I better get out there and get it and scalp the shit out of it." And then, I, oh wait, it didn't sell. I, I'll sell it at a loss at TFCon and grumble about it. Yeah, I, I oh. never, I never saw the second wave of Velocitron. It went right to Toxidron. So, I mean, it's just... I, I think, at the end of the day, they're obviously still underproducing de for demand on some of that stuff. You know, which means it's it's hard to narrow in. You know, and that's the age old. They're like, oh, look, such and such shelf warmed. It was a shitty toy. And it's like, no, they just made 10 billion of them, and it actually sold extremely fucking well. It's just they made 10 billion of them. You know, they, more, they made their yeah. money. They didn't care. It was a prime toy, right? I mean, you know, minimum... We never know. When I, when I was there, you know, we're going back 10 years. But when I was there, the minimum regular retail, not exclusives, the minimum number you would produce is 10 million. The very minimum. That's so, they were all Bumblebee, right? Yeah, Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, Bumblebee. We're going to make 30 million. 30 million deluxe Bumblebee. Give them a black stripe. Make another thirty million. Put a new sticker on it. Make another. Th make forty. I think at the end of the day, like what they release is iterative, based on trends, right? You know, like they're going to continue to take kind of small notches and check out new areas, but they can't just all of a sudden be like. I mean, I think it would be interesting if they could, as you were suggesting, just do something different for a few years, and then you know they would circle back to it, and everyone would be hype AF, right? As the kids right. say, um, but I don't. If I was the one writing people's checks, you, you know, like would I be willing to take that risk? Probably not. Most businesses are pretty, especially established businesses, are pretty risk averse to stuff like that. So instead, you trickle in some Unicron trilogy. How does that do? How does that do? You know, and you kind of guide along. Yeah. But the biggest reason they won't do what you did, what you suggested, Jim, is because if they focused on subgroups, that means they would finish subgroups. And Hasbro is extremely allergic to that these days and has been for at least a decade, if not longer. We're going to get and a full, so, we got a full set of MicroMasters coming once we get. Yeah, the but these, yeah, yeah. 
So but, I mean, some of these subgroups are, are, are ones that, that that remain untouched, like like since the uh, initial incarnation. Right? Like we've we've never seen uh, another uh, rev or wars. There are no subgroups, only characters. All right. Oh. Case in point, we got generations onslaught. It didn't combine to anything. There weren't any other Combaticons. Onslaught exists on his own. These characters mm-hmm. all exist outside of subgroups. Which yeah, we should. might get a Cindersaur, and then... Uh, you know what? Except for the Dinobots and the Insecticons. There apparently yeah. is a rule. If you make one, you gotta make them all. No, it isn't. I uh, mean, now, we've, we've been better with Dinobots lately. Well, but, like, even the Insecticons... Like yeah, the first three insecticons we got were all in different, completely different lines and aesthetics mm-hmm. and sizes. And now in Legacy, they're actually like, "Hey, we'll do those three again for you within a five-year span. Yeah. We'll do you a solid." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know exactly. why they're so averse to it though. I mean, I would love it if they would like just stuff like the Headmaster Juniors, you know, and the Decepticon Headmaster oh, right, Juniors cool. and, and the Target Masters. Like we've gotten some of them. Here and there, right? Like one here, one there, mm-hmm. and they yeah they fit great. on the chug shelf together. But it's just like yeah, I'll just do the trio, man. Get, you, you know, know what? Give, It'd give be it great if there was a whole line of headmaster boys, right? But they didn't do and all then, the headmaster. Like, well, they did yeah, a lot of them. Instead of putting they... characters like Blur or Cup in there, we put characters like I don't know, Siren, maybe Tab. Tab. Yeah, I'd be Tab in there. Why not? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You know what? And, and then, Ranger and then... in there too. He wasn't a head. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's he's yeah. a head. Power master. None of yeah. these characters were headmasters, but they're all headmasters now. But it's see, just a weird they, way. All these characters in there is headmaster, or you know, even though they weren't headmasters, but like we hadn't gotten a cup in a while. We hadn't gotten a blaster in a while. We hadn't gotten perceptor in a while you know all that type of thing and so people like me or suckers are like oh well like this is the best version and then they like you know a couple years later they're like oh hey do you actually want one that's actually more accurate and and, and is not a headmaster here's your iterative improvement Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. i think i've mentioned before and like i'm okay with that these days at least like for the masterpiece stuff Something a little better comes out. Cool, I've had my time with the old figure, but that's because it comes out a lot slower than Hasbro product. Right. You know, so it's like I was showing earlier, you know, I got the Masterpiece uh, Overdrive. I always get their names mixed up. Um, I don't think there's going to be an iterative version of him anytime soon. You know, but, you know, but that's a little bit more of the edge case. A lot of stuff I get often lately, you know, does replace something else I've had out there but i'm fine with it at this point well like when rick brings actually too oh sorry no go ahead you go well i was gonna say rick brings up about how old generations wasn't accurate but like that was the first time that we we're getting refreshes of those characters in years so they could throw anything out there and say here's your springer but like it's not accurate or just whatever it may be and we would take it because it's the you know the first version that we've gotten in years and the same thing with third party you know whether or not third party did that one because it was easier to just do uh retools or repaints or whatever figures rather than giving us something accurate 
or if they were just worried that like Hasbro would come out after them if it was too accurate. And so like they were releasing them more in that aesthetic. Like, you know, you look at MMC back in the day. I mean, <laughs> how many repaints did they have? I mean, they still do that, but it's not as bad as what it was. All right. Well, they also went on that tirade where like they photoshopped repaints and retools of their images of their toys all the time, like as like half joking, but like unless you're into it, you, you know, yeah, it's it like a test market. Yeah, yeah. It, it got excessive. And then, uh, of course, everyone has to make a predicator. Mm. Of course. So, um, <clears throat> you can't really call yourself a third party if you haven't made a predicate. There's not a lot of predicates. We had a lot at that one chug era but we haven't had really had shit for masterpiece i don't consider the well there's a ton of toys as a masterpiece one third party predicates there there's there's more than enough there's there's as many as as mainline rcs but yeah rob that's the thing that's funny is is that like you take a someone like predicate right like we haven't really gotten a you know accurate version of that same thing with devastator as well that there's not a cartoon accurate devastator in masterpiece. Those scale. are coming at least. Those well, are coming at, at least point. now. Yeah. Well, M- MMC and XTB are both. MMC and XTB are both working on, uh, cartoon accurate. And, and in ten years we'll have them. <laughs> hey, hey, six and a half. <laughs> and then uh. in ten years maybe the first one from Vectron Labs will release, but. And is, there, is, is there, is there still a market for yet another Devastator, though? There is for the Masterpiece. Absolutely it is, because there is no accurate one. The stuff we have is I, all I just, based I think, on I think back to all the ones we've had. We, what was it? The, 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 the Hercules years ago. And that was the first one. Minor Wars. You know, and, all, and all these other incarnations. I mean, it got to the point where they redecoed the G1 as Tonkatron and had them as, as Tonka vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got that away. I'm just wondering if, you know, as as much as I love Devastator and the Constructicons, I mean, my favorite was Bone Crusher, but I'm wondering if if it's time to move on from that team. I mean, heck, throw, throw Rail Racer or somebody at us. Hey, we're we're you know, getting Magnabos. a masterpiece, uh, Raiden. Who would have ever thought that? Yeah. Whoever would have yeah. thought that the I, first I, I, I do have to credit him for that. Would be Raiden. And whoever would have thought that it would be so terrible, aesthetically. I I mean. So bad. Listen, I mean, it's their first that, one. That, that, that's true. It's their first one. The, the fact that we got, the fact that we're getting Raiden, and the fact that the Raiden. legacy has been delving into Diaclone. I'm sorry, Raiden. And uh, and the uh, legacy has been delving into Diaclone here and there. Who's to say the next combiner won't be Mister Hardhat? I don't know that reference. And then I Devastator. Do. I want Mister Hardhat. All right. Let me I, I'm that. still waiting for a big red. Yeah, Big Red showed up in the. They, they, can, do, they can do a, a crossover. They can do a, a crossover for next year's uh, release, and uh, partner up with the chewing gum. That's that's right. They'll do a Big Red crossover with uh, with Big Red gum. That that Frank Just a little longer, revealed, longer though, with Big Red. Who, who who saw that one coming? Transforms a little longer. Yeah. Uh. Wow. Uh, Frank, uh, Frankentron. It, it looks nothing like Peter Boyle at all. So I do we appreciate have... that Ron has masterpiece riding. That's accurate. 
It's Put it's MPG. It's it's MPG. So there's stuff like this, right? Yes. Which is the Volvo Optimus Prime. Mm. All right. Where does this stuff fit then? Where where on your shelf is this supposed to go? On your oddity shelf. Well, you know what? I guess we have enough crossover stuff now that we can make a crossover section. I have a crossovers tote. Yeah. I mean, completely completely honest with you, that that Volvo Prime confused me. That and its initial release as the holiday, like I would have thought that that would have been more for like the the G two Hero options. Right. And then and then we've also got what was a, a Lunar Rover now as well. Right, and a camera, I mean, Optimus. What even? I, I think it was really expensive, yeah, and looked yeah. terrible. Yeah, well, the camera Optimus, I, do I have it here? was actually a pretty fun toy. Was it? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. It's just weird that you do a camera transformer and you don't call it reflector. You know, I think it just more shows, like, they're not willing to take risks on well, they, they did a <laughs> Pro Prime on it. So there is a reflector version of it, though. There is a reflector. Well, they, they did a reflector, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Then why'd they make a Prime version at all? Because they knew a Prime would sell. Yeah, this yeah. is a Prime version. Exactly. Yep. Get that money. Yeah. Well, Rick, where does this. your G- the G.I. Joe Transformers fit on your shelf? You know what? Crossover is I have been shelf. waiting for... And I think we're I think we're finally at the point where I've got the DeLorean, I've got the Ghostbusters, I've got the Dracula, I've got the Tonka bots, I've got the camera bots. That I'm just gonna do a cut the tape where I open all the crossovers. I even the G, I haven't even opened I haven't opened a single G.I. Joe crossover. So I think I'm just gonna have to set up a display case with just the crossover figures in it. Because they don't, yeah. they I'm don't wondering how far anywhere. the crossovers are going to go in the GI Joe. You know, Santa Prime. Where does he go? Where does Santa Prime go? Where's don't Tarnas move him Bond? too much; he'll break. Right, stuff like this. Well, the Holiday Prime. There, there are a lot of toys oh, yeah. that they do holiday versions. So you could stick it with your holiday Star Wars and stuff. I only collect the vehicles. Hmm. Speaking of which, the ghost is blowing it out of the water. If you want to get the HasLab ghost, it ends tonight at midnight. Is that a joke? Is it going really poorly? Or is it actually no, going really well? It's, no, it's, it, it's super... Yeah, met all the goals, everything. Oh, wow, everything yeah. 20,000 out of needed 8,000. Yeah, but it's... I don't even know what this is. like 8,000 in the last day. That's typical. It's, 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 it's a Patrick Swayze crossover. <laughs> we haven't gotten this guy again, except for There's the Shattered Glass. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of opening stuff, I haven't opened any Shattered Glass figures ever. I'm just waiting so they're all in the same spot for me to open. So to, to bring it back on topic a little bit, so Lucas, 
what do you think about this shift or where would you rather see them go if you don't like this hey we'll take characters from other lines and shove them into a g1-ish aesthetic um i don't know like that's what i'm still trying to debate whether or not those specific uh figures are something that i even want to collect um you know I, I i feel like with this new shift for me personally like I've tried to pick and choose, um, you know, some of the, the figures like I haven't actually gotten, like I used to buy everything. And so I've, I've actually shifted away from that. Um, but then, you know, part of it too is, is that I feel like a lot of these, like, I don't know if they don't sell well or whatever, but they seem to be available on that Hasbro Pulse sale. So like that, that's the other thing is, is that I, I just figure if it's not G1, I, I should be able to get it on sale. Mm. Is there, let me throw this out to the group. Is there any character not from G1 that hasn't been done in generations yet that you'd like to see done? From any line, Unicron trilogy, combiners. movie, prime, animated, wherever. Peter. Gotta go with the RIE oh, combiners. Robert? That works. No. No, no, you don't care. No. Lu- Lucas! Um, so, I, I don't know if it counts as G1 or not, but, like, the you know, some of the European figures, um, and, uh, the, um, uh, what's the... It's definitely machine, G1, by the way. Uh, the Machine Wars stuff too like okay uh those as well right no good good choices um i guess it's just me i'm i'm craving a uh animated sentinel prime in a in a chug style yeah i just like characters that's all i mean i just I love animated. I need to rewatch that show. See if it holds up. Um, but it, I have those toys. I still have that, that line, you know, so it's just, I'm kind of good. I don't know if it has a, an audience anymore. You know, there are people that are nostalgic for it or whatever that would be hardcore interested in it. I do think some characters though have gone, well, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say characters, but like bulkhead at least I think has gone beyond animated, you know, and exists. That's where he started. Absolutely. But you know, I think he lives past it. Lockdown. Lockdown has. Um, I don't think like Samurai Prowl has, though. You know, I think he's still kind of stuck there. Old Slick, I don't think has went anywhere. You know, um, Kitar Soundwave hasn't went anywhere. Brought up animated. Yeah, the the symmetrical safeguard, Deathstorm and Jetfire. Oh yeah, that was a that would be very unique thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fun figure. Yokitron. Like the stuff I would want to see is more just weird deep cuts from old stuff. You know, like again, like the unproduced G two colors or other like weird unproduced uh, G one stuff, like the um, Skywarp Megatron triple changer thingy. Maybe it was even more than a triple changer. Was that a quad changer? Um, Ooh. You know, or the um, what is it? There's some. It's like yeah. You know, what was it? A camel or a horse oh, transformer, something like that? That was back in the G one era that they Turned made prototypes of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course, 
I still want to so. see this as an actual transforming figure. Please, at, at yeah. any size, preferably large. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, I'll sure take what I can get. The toy uh, you know, version of Unicron. You're yeah, the Super yeah. 7 one. I had yeah. that been sitting on my desk for a few years. I'm good. But, Shut up. Wasn't that thing like I, falling I apart at this point? I don't know how, how well something like that would sell. I mean, just just the, the proportions alone. I don't I don't think it would sell. Never say never. And, and still be accurate. Haslab can do anything. Uh, I mean, unless maybe they did. I mean, maybe if they did a crossover with Popples. If they if they made the 1986 Unicron that transformed the the prototype that's been floating around, they made one that was mass marketed or even yeah. Haslab, that thing would sell. That thing would sell. People would buy it up just for the kitsch factor, you know. Maybe. Yep. People bought Robeson Prime. Maybe. People bought, so maybe people buy some weird stuff, man. But not Cookie Monsters. Yeah. But not Cookie Monster. No. He can go I mean, fuck may, himself. Maybe if they cross over with Pop. Cross over with Popples and then redeco it into Mad Balls. <laughs> I was reading a comic book the other that day. That is a good Garbage question. Pale Kids. I, that would surprise me. Yes. What about Garbage Pell Kids? There, there's a comic out right now. I, I suggest you, you guys pick it up. It's pretty great. Uh, if you like schlock, it's Garbage Pell Kids versus Mad Balls. <laughs> How could that not be anything but schlock? If you like 80s schlock, that's right up your alley. <clears throat> spend, spend six bucks and get yourself a copy. Gross out is not an aesthetic that I'm keen on. That, that reminds me. Did, that that reminds me. Since, since you bring up garbage garbage fail kids, uh, not to get too far off topic, but did you guys hear about the new Toxic Avenger? Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Is toxic. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is toxic. Yeah, he's a wow. great actor. That's he's wild. Kill so happy. That hmm. that movie has it's like I know I can't wait star-studded cast in that movie. I feel a really big bof, box know. office bomb coming on, like <laughs> loss leader for the year. You know, they they're they're talking it might make pixels money. <laughs> I, I I do feel like this is pretty off topic. I, I will yeah. say when we're when we're speculating about the news, yeah, just a bit. You know. Um, you know, I would. I got a question that's a, a different interpretation of the topic, um, but on topic. You know, like we've seen a lot of a lot of aesthetics of Transformers throughout the year. So, like, if we did like a quick review, so like first we have, we're literally throwing random toy lines together and branding it Transformers, and then holy crap, it's selling well. So, who else has a transforming toy that we can also throw under this brand? So there was no real uniform aesthetic at the beginning. It's just random toy lines. You know, then we get, uh, what was his name? Floro Derry? Is that right? Um, of the movie. And I think that that like, gave a big yeah. aesthetic for a year or two. Um, you know, and then G1 kind of went on with his blocky stuff. Then you get late G1, which is literally bricks, which, you know, go on into Brave, to be honest. It's where that kind of continues. And then we stop them transforming all together. Yeah. Um, then we skip yeah. ahead a bit, and we get to what I always thought of as the ball joint error, you know, with Beast Wars happens. Ball joints happen... And now the toys look completely different because of it. Um, you know, so we get all the beast stuff. Action you know, Masters did it first, but, you know. True enough. But, uh, you know, plastic ball joints and just really yeah. 
really organic looking stuff. Um, we start getting a lot of shell formers, especially with like the Beast Wars second Neo stuff. Um, and then, you know, Car Robots comes out, which says, hey, what if we took shell forming ball joints and made them vehicles again? Yeah. And so that stuff happens. And then we get Unicron Trilogy, which I feel has like almost no unique design cues to them. And Armada feels like a little bit blockier, chunkier to me. And a little bit more like brighter colors, like simple, solid color shapes. Um, but as Unicron truly goes on, they, it's like they learned how to do Transformers again. You, you know, like they start getting a little more detailed, a little bit more complex. The Minicons, though. The Minicons, though. Yeah, those were dope. The Minicons really stood out. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, so we get through Unicron Trilogy and then we get animated. Animated to me is just one of the most distinct aesthetics that we had seen. I remember at the time, at least, the team was really, really like proud of what they had achieved. Like they were talking about how, like, how are you supposed to make a toy that looks like this? And they're like, holy shit, they did it. And they were just, you know, they all thought it was really clever. Of course, at the same time, we also get the Bay movie aesthetic, as much as you want to call it as an aesthetic versus, you know, hey, what if we shattered some glass and spray painted it gray? You know, Um, also, that's how they wrote those movies. They took random words and printed them on on things and then smashed it. Mm. And the, the resulting mix made the scripts. But um, it's true facts. It's true facts. You know, then animated did kind of lead into I the... I have to uh, say, though, uh, not, just real quick, I have to say that, you know, speaking of Bayformers, Revenge of the Fallen into the Hunter for the Decepticons and that, that whole era was beautiful. One of the best figures I've seen. Like you've said this before, Jim, and it always stuck with me because I, I think it's very true. Is yet that era of like movie figures, hmm. they were finally happy to say, "Hey, what if we made them not all just be exactly like humanoids? It, you know, like we just typical, you know, two legs, yeah. arms, and a head and shoulders. You know, like they they got a lot wackier so with it. Even ones that still had you know two arms, two legs, they put them in much more different shapes versus you know the hmm. more of a typical human fit stature but, but yeah so like the animated thing they like what if we kids in mud flap i mean despite the controversy well that wasn't that wasn't the design team that was that was the studio yeah it was something else that ruined them not the had nothing to do with the, rest. Well, the transformations but so then we get yeah. into you know the um prime and which I think Prime kind of went into the the next RID, RID two, and into Cyberverse. You know that hey, instead of being curved like animated, what if we made it kind of yeah. more angularly, in a way, you know, um, you know, and then and that's kind of where we are today. Meanwhile, we got the Generations toy line, which doesn't even have a show that is doing its own thing as well. But like, you know, we've went through a lot of aesthetics. I think it would be interesting. Like there have been you times the most where important there's one. Oh. The bot bots. I knew you were gonna say bot bots, and I was like, I'm just not even gonna. I was like, maybe he's maybe he's got oh. something better, but no. Um, like you know, it feels like there's been really big shifts, you know, at times. You know, G1, and then the ball joints with starting with Beast Wars, and then animated, and the movie style, and then kind of the Prime and Cyberverse style. Like those all really stick out to me as pretty distinct. If you like zoom out enough, like, are we gonna get another aesthetic, you know, that has toys made of it at least? that is something really different or like which aesthetics do you like, or do you think we shouldn't move away from some of those aesthetics? Like, no, we should stick to just I, G1 cartoon and 
prime the prime cyberverse style and that's it i i think it's going to be real tough to get something like well, animated again what, what, one thing well, yeah I, I i agree well one thing i i enjoyed though <clears throat> that just you know they, they just used recently was the return to the the uh, exosuit uh it's the uh, rise of the beast and it, it was like and I, I'm sure all of you have seen the film by now. Nope. Two, three months. Nope. But just that that battle, it just, I was just imagining, you know, what a Diaclone movie would have looked like. You know, to have, you know, Convoy there and Little Dude in the exosuit. You know what I mean? There's massive battle going on in the background. Drones getting killed. I mean, that's what that's what was on my mind as I was watching it on, on the big screen there. I was like, this, this, this is just like a like a massive callback to Diaclone, or or if you will, like like a more recent line, Energon, Energon Kicker, I suppose. But but in reality, that, that, that's what I got from that, and I, I I really enjoyed that. But in reality, their inspiration were the Delta Six Accelerator suits from GI Joe: Rise of Cobra. Oh, of course, of course. You know Hasbro's flagship property, GI Joe, that they, they love, and that they definitely haven't ever just dumpstered to the side for several years and pretend don't exist. I the crown I jewel. Never forgive Hasbro for I shitting mean, by, the bed. By extension. Um, hang on a second, Jim. I, I can never forgive Hasbro for shitting the bed when it came yes. to the 50th anniversary of GI Joe. Hey, listen, they had a Google Calendar event set for that. And they slipped through the notification bell on it. Yeah. So, you know, my bad. Yeah, I kept saying 50, 50 anniversary. How many toy lines get to 50 years? How many toy lines get to 50 years? We got to do something pretty big. We got to do something pretty amazing. We're going to make the flag. We're going to make the flag, everybody. We're going to make the flag. I would love to see them do the flag as a HasLab just to see if it would happen. Like, I mean, I have no interest in it, but it was like, are the GI Joe fans really there, and do they have deep enough pockets, and are willing, you know, to put their money where their mouth is? Like, I'm curious, what is the flag if they did one? Are enough of what them would left? That be priced at? Because that would... uh, yes, Lucas. Yes, you just give a credit card number, and that's it. <laughs> like they don't, <laughs> they don't tell you. They just. You add the one and they fill You'll in be, the zeros. They say we'll be we will bill you in installments, and you say how many installments, and they just say yes, and like of how much <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how long do them. you plan to live? All of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, uh, I am going to have to check out. Um, I got an early day tomorrow, so good seeing everybody. Good talking. You guys continue discussion. Talk about me if you want. I don't care. Talk well, amongst thanks, yourselves. Thanks, Rick, for I'll... joining us. I appreciate it. I know you went longer than uh, than you wanted. So I know. why I, I went longer than I was contracted for. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, you know. Your overtime check will be in the mail. I, I want to make the fans happy. So I want to make the fan happy, you know. There, there, you, go. <laughs> there I wanna, you go. I want Zeldron to be, a, you know, okay. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. Continue the topic. I'm signing off. Bye. Thanks, Rick. Good to see you too, man.
They're far too long. Take it easy. Yeah, if if I had to pick an aesthetic for them to go to, like honestly, it would be. Oh my god, I've already blanked on the name <clears throat> of it. The oh, the lost link or whatever, missing link. Missing is link. to go to go down into something like that where it is chunky, blocky G1 aesthetic, but with modern articulation. Like I would, I, if they went deep, I don't, I, like, I, I, I don't think I they're going to do it, but I would be all about it. I'd, I'd love it. Like imagine. Yeah, they, G1 they Star Saber, too far but articulated. It. You know, imagine how just, would you? I'm, I don't I'm know how you articulate you know, Grandis, you know, but I want to see it. Like, like you're, you're just reissue. <laughs> but I think you got to give him new joints. <laughs> um, but I, don't know, I think that would be really fun to me. And even though it's deceptive, but like there's actually some really articulated figures. Like, I mean, for, well, maybe like five in the whole G1 line, but like Galvatron is really articulated for the era, like way more than almost anything else. You know, it's, yeah. but then, you know, you got toys that I'll just say yeah. it that are just honestly complete trash, like run about and run amok. Those toys suck. They're garbage. <laughs> you know, um, I know it would be interesting about, to see. What... Rob. Those were well, they, they were, they were based around the gimmick though. Exactly. Like I'm wondering what you could do with that, that, kept it in the g1 style you know that wasn't just a modern update on the figure i mean like i i still love the um the collector's club slash botcon versions of runabout run amok you know based off the generations tracks mold um, and i know they've done a new one um from the and you know real recent one i haven't picked that up um but, you know so i love that but it would be cool to see like what could, they would could do with some of that stuff that was kept in a more basic shape form like just really scratch that nostalgia itch that we all have before, you know, we're, we finish our transition into the grave as we, again, as me and Peter like to mention, <laughs> we're going in one direction here, people. That's, you know, if the, we don't kill the planet first, which that's uh, not looking good, not looking good friends. <laughs> I mean, I've already had the weather literally try to kill me with lightning um, we had our electrician come out after I shot lightning out of my hand. And he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, these two breakers in here took the brunt of it. He's like, if not, he's like, well, he's like, if nothing else, you would have definitely been out on your ass. Um, so it's fucking scary. <laughs> but anyways. I mean, if, if you would stop saying Shazam all the time. <laughs> I guarantee you I wasn't. But so, yeah, what would y'all pick? If you if you if you even can. I'm a G1 grandpa. I mean, yeah, I do, I do think the missing link is really interesting. It's like a new direction in, yeah, I mean, I guess the aesthetic is old, but it's, I don't know, it, it is something different than like what the other lines are, are giving us. It's literally the oldest direction they could go. Right, but right. But it feels fresh. It's give me a reason to buy G1 Optimus Prime again, like right, literally right. G1 Optimus Prime again. Well, I think, you know, they do all these masterpieces that are toy accurate. Well, like the missing link is like show the accurate. toy accurate you can get. Well, no, they do show accurate, like animation accurate, but then they also release a toy version. 
Oh, a, yeah, a different deco and yeah, all yeah, that. yeah, like a different deco that's more toy accurate. Well, this is like yeah. the most toy accurate you can get, but still have that masterpiece articulation. So I've got it. They could do iron hide and ratchet, toy accurate and cartoon accurate, with and without heads. I don't, I don't know how that's physically possible. No. I think I they could do something where I'd you love flip to see what they would down. do. You know what I mean? Like you flip a head up or down or whatever to to do that. I just I honestly like yeah. don't know what they would do that wouldn't just end up being you know masterpiece style design or like whatever the most recent Ironhide they've done in the main line because I know they you know they did the generations one which sucked. Um, it kind of got us there, right? But let's be real, the toy also still sucked. I mean, we were happy for it, though. And then then they did whatever the Siege one was, which, like, somebody gave up three of the ways, three quarters of the way through. Like, have you all seen that picture of the horse where it talks about design? And it's like, you know, at the beginning, the horse is really detailed. And by the time you get to the end, it's a stick figure of a horse. Um, just don't like people put all the quality up front. And then as time goes on, it gets shittier. Um, that's how I felt Siege Ironhide and Ratchet War. It's like they got to them like, eh, ship it. Um but they've made better ones now, right? They took like half of that and remolded the bad half. Right. They finally finished the project <laughs> you know, five years later. Okay, we should finish that design now and re-release it. Um, you know, I yeah, I don't know what they would do for Missing Link Ironhide. I think that's, you know, I mean, like they could take that figure and just give it some more joints, although the little shitty robot part has plenty of joints in it. But I don't know. They also kind of suck at symptoms, so I don't know. It's definitely an interesting quandary, though. It looks like we lost Jim. I noticed, I noticed he was getting more—he was getting more and more delayed. Yeah, he was yeah. getting delayed. I wasn't sure if, if it was me. I was reluctant to. Yep. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, he's trying to join. What about you, Lucas? Where would you take it? Peter and I are both on the missing link. Let's let's see more of that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of feel the, the same way that um, either that or more of an, a, um, you know, I guess somewhat similar to like what 3.0 is doing or 3A or what, I don't know, whatever you call them, um, where it's like kind of like a Neo G1, like it's a different, like kind of updated modern aesthetic. Um you know, or, or like even IDW or it's just something like that. Something where it's reminiscent of the uh, G1 figures, but in a super stylized design. I think that'd be kind of interesting, too. Do you want Classics 07 again? Um, I mean, really. can, you okay. <laughs> can, can you hear me all right? Yep. Yep. Okay. I don't know. It what, looks like you're delayed. something on my end. Okay, yeah, it was something on my end that was going on, but your your audio just froze, and it was like like a, like a CD skipping uh, rapidly. the The video was fine. I, I just I, I had to. That was just us rapping, rapping and beatboxing like we always do. It's normal for us here. Uh, so you so you weren't saying ah at like twenty beats a second. Oh, absolutely, were actually I think it was twenty five beats a second is what I had the the mixtape set at. So. <laughs> so Jim, where would you like to see uh the Transformers line go aesthetically? 
Well, aesthetically, um, it, it's honestly hard to say for sure. It's it's went so many places over the decades. Um, and, and as as much as I love, you know, what, what's come before, I would I would hate for things to get stale. I would always want for there to be some kind of new innovation, new. Uh, some some kind of new spark put into the line uh, to to take it where it's where it's never been. Some some new avenue to explore. Are you wanting a crossover um, with Star uh, uh, or Star Trek? That's what it sounds like to boldly go where no Transformers line. <laughs> I would love Fortress Tiberius. Are you kidding me? That would be fantastic. But but really though, I just like, like like we mentioned earlier about like I was saying with Revenge of the Fallen and Hunt for the Decepticons and, and things like that that were so uh, kind of off the wall, or you know animated uh, safeguard with the Death or Jetfire symmetrical docking, you know things that aren't done commonly or ha- that haven't been done before. Was that a cat? Yes, this is Yoshi. Kenny, I'm a, a big kitty. Sorry. Hi, kitty. Um. But no, it's just to, to take it someplace new and, and explore some new avenue that they, they haven't done. Um, I don't quite want to say to necessarily go away from, you know, like the, 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 the evergreen that they're focusing on now where you've always got a Starscream, you've always got an Optimus, you've always, you know what I mean? Always got a Bumblebee. But at the same time, I wonder what if they explored you know, elsewhere on Cybertron during the war, you know, where, you know, Orion and all that were on the opposite side of the planet and, you know, some other battalion or, you know, just just something that's removed but yet familiar at the same time. You want a requel. Not a necessarily. G1. I mean, it doesn't, it, it doesn't even have to be a specific point in, in, the, in the lore. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, during the original war on Cybertron, or you know, through a through a portal, like like we saw with Beast Wars, they went through Transwarp and ended up on prehistoric Earth. When they did that, that was outside the box. We, we were used to G one, we were used to Neon G two, you know. So they they went someplace that it, it, the brand has never been before. Then, you know, I want something along that same spirit to happen again, and I think something like that could help rejuvenate the brand uh, more than what, what the movies do from time to time every few odd years or, you know, what, it, what a new video game like Devastation might do, you know, during the, 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 uh, the Prime Wars trilogy. You know what I, I mean? Like, I think that's why, at least for me, one of the reasons animated, I mean, there's a lot of reasons animated worked. You know, at the end of the day, I think yeah. it's because the, the directive team behind it, the creative team behind mm-hmm. it, like, loved Transformers. Right, and they were talented at what they did. Right. You put that together, you get great product every time. It's just the way the world works. They, they, they're absolutely fans. But like, like RIP Derek Wyatt. Yeah, but like it was, it was that you know, it was more of a fish out of water, you know, compared to a lot of the stories we get. Like, yeah, there's Autobots and there's Megatron and there's Optimus Prime, but like the the construct of it was, it had a lot of similarities, but it was also a lot different. You know, yeah. Decepticons were actually it a did problem so well. It yeah, did so you know, well. I mean, like, like you mentioned, Optimus Prime, he was a Prime. He wasn't a Magnus. You know, Primes and Magnus were like ranks as opposed yeah. to strictly names. Yeah, and he, you know, like, yeah, it's it's in a way, it's the Optimus Prime you know because he's 
you know, very honorable and, you know, freedom is the right yeah. for all. Like he's, but, but he's young and he's unsure of himself and he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he's, he's learning, right. you know, as we go along with this, you know, bunch of group of other people that have mixed backgrounds that all kind of don't know what they're doing. And yeah. oh shit, a, a Decepticon appeared. Uh oh. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're in trouble. And, and 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 even and even that aspect, you know, where it's like it's it's a it's Optimus when he's still green, when he's still a rookie, you know, yeah. even that is starting to become kind of samey nowadays. We've done, you know, from G One's War Dawn, we did the War for Cybertron, uh, you know, we did the War for Cybertron trilogy, uh, you know, we did animated with you know Optimus starting out with Bulkhead and them, you know. So I mean, we we revisited that a few odd times, you know. They did the yep. comics. So what's next? You know, what but, you but, but where else can they go in a brand that's supposed to always and forever be about change? You know, without becoming stale. I think you have to find that, people that are, are passionate that, about the brand, then then have right. big creators again. You know, and like I feel that's why John Roberts <clears> took <throat> off as well. I've mentioned beforehand, like <clears> you can find letters he wrote to the fan clubs back in the '90s. Like so, like dude's been in it from the beginning. And that's why, and obviously he's good at what he does. And what did he do? He's like, well, what if I make Rodimus take a crew of a bunch of, you know, maybe a couple of A-listers, but mostly a bunch of B and C tier characters. And they just go off on space adventures that has was, nothing uh, to do with anything. Right? Wasn't that Stormbringer? No, more than meets the eye and lost light. Okay. 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 Yeah. That, that's James Roberts. Was, um, you know, so it's such yeah, a, I was, I was thinking Stormbringer. Nah. So like it's still very much, you know, like it fits and it works, and you know people know what it is, and we we have connection to the characters, like the the general, they're all new and different, you know, in a way. But the broads, they're like, guess what? Ratchet's a medic, he, you know. Hot yeah. Rod's kind of cavalier and kind of you know shoots from the hip, you know. Um, Ultra Magnus is is you know stiff and whatever. Honestly, I, I feel like he's been. I used to not think he was that stiff of a character until James Roberts wrote him and really hammered home that trope, you know, like it altered, it went back and altered how I feel about him in the eighties, you know, um, in a good way for me, but it happened. Or, or, so, you know, or like, I think that's still, why those you know, it, Yeah. Uh, e- even if they didn't go, you know, a new direction, what if they explored some place that's, uh, or, or some story that aspect that's been briefly mentioned in passing, but never really, you know, never really fleshed out, never really looked into. Uh, I think just, I just happen to think back. What about Botanica's crew, Beast Machines? What was that war like? If you're going to do it. They, they, they all, all, all of them were plants, right? Supposedly, according to the dialogue. I mean, that sounds cool. I'm, I'm thinking like, 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 you know, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, but to the nth degree. <laughs> I mean, give I, us Audrey too. <laughs> I I like that idea. Um, although I would say if I was going to pitch that idea, I probably would try to find somebody that wasn't as hated as Botanica was by a decent amount of the fandom at the time. Like I wasn't a hater of it, but I know give like, him a reason to like her. No, give him a reason to like her. Flesh out the character. Explore that avenue. Yeah. Did she? Did, is she the only sole survivor from her team, or are the rest of them stranded? Is she dealing with any kind of trauma, flashbacks, anything? You know, makes you wonder. What if? 
Hey, there we go. A Transformers What If. <laughs> Transformers Zombies. <laughs> so, We've had Transformers Zombies. I guess, like, are there any other no, aspects fun. that, you know, we want to hit on uh, uh, tonight? Like, is there any, any other directions we want to go, or do we think we're, we're uh, good? I, you know, did have some uh, comments in YouTube chat. You know, Ron asked what I thought about, like, you know, fans toys embracing toyna- tone accuracy. And, you know, we mentioned earlier talking about how the Masterpiece line has changed its aesthetics over time. But, like, I do think that at this point the line has found what it wants to be. And, like, while they may iterate on that and get, you know, and make adjustments and more and less paint, you know, type of things, um, you know, more and less alternative parts to maybe look toy or, or whatever. Um, I think in general, like tune accuracy is the name of the game now for that line. And I think that's going to stay. And I think with a, for the third party companies, you know, it was, if you want to still contribute to this line, you know, you're going to have to match that as well. And I think it, it becomes hard for companies, especially for fans toys, because there are enough vocal people that are like, Oh, I want the old fans toys that had like shiny Chrome parts and everything. And there's other people, another vocal enough of them although i don't think they have youtube review channels um though that are like hey i want i know i want it to look like more like the cartoon i want the dull gray you know or maybe white you know instead of shiny silver chrome parts you know and fans toys is really inconsistent at this point it's like figure to figure they don't know what they want to do and so like i got power glide here he's very much cartoon colors like a bright cherry red you know and, and white on the stuff but if i go get pipes or not pipes huffer um, right there, he's he's shiny, and he has that like metallic flake, orange even, you know, and like like the chrome arms I I can get, but like why is his orange? I don't know, you know. It's just like they can't decide, and figure to figure they change it up, um, because they can't. I feel like they're just like, well, if this release will make this person mad, on this release will make the other person mad, but as long as we don't piss them both off at the same time, it'll keep them in the line, and they'll just keep buying. Um, but. Well, I, I'm curious on some of those types of figures, like when were they originally designed and does that play into it at all where, you know, maybe the, the, uh, the Huffer mold or something was designed, you know, and, uh, previously and that, that you just couldn't get switched to full tune without really revamping the figure. So they're just like, well, screw it. We'll release it the way it is. I, from like, an aesthetics point of view at this point, I feel like, especially like most of the designs that are left, not all of them, but most of them are from after, like it was obvious the line was going in that direction. Right. And like with Huffer, at least as him as an example, he's a, it's just his paint job. That's really the difference. Like the, the toy mm-hmm. looks the way that looks accurate. It even has like the goofy arm or, you know, shoulder that's really down the middle of his arm. You know, it's got that thing going on. Um, it just it feels like they just can't figure out how they want to paint their mini bots, especially. Or even some of the other stuff, because, like, their Perceptor had random shiny parts on it, kind of. Um, or, you know, or the colors were too dark. Is that what it was? I can't remember. I didn't buy it. Um, it was just a little too. So, yeah, I just they can't make up their mind. So they just it's a roulette every release. 
don't know. But they Either do way, reissues on occasion and fix the colors. So they or, do or make adjustments. Or sometimes they do reissues like with Lupus, where they make no adjustments, but everyone expected them to make adjustments, and then they're disappointed. For Sorry, people that a, a reissue of what now? Uh, Lupus. They're Weird Wolf. Oh. I mean, the okay, people that so wanted that should just be happy that it was coming back out because if you wanted a masterpiece Weird Wolf, that's still your only option. And I don't remember the specific number. I just know the price was stupid on eBay. And especially when it's not that great of a toy. That's like one of fans, like Perceptor, their original Tesla was pretty bad and they've replaced that now. Their original um, Sea Spray was pretty bad. They've replaced that now. Um, like those two always stood out. Lupus doesn't stand out to that degree by any means, but like you can tell that the engineering it's it's that it's that horse image again. They like gave up on the engineering. Mm -hmm. You can tell that like the back part of the legs when they folded up are like supposed to tab in, and you can see that they started designing for it to do that, but they don't tab in. They just they just stopped. And like you know what? It's Friday. <laughs> I'm ready to go home. <laughs> just fucking send it to tooling, man. It's good enough. It, it looks like a wolf thing, I guess, as much as anything in Transformers does. At least for the G1 era, right? So they just said ship it. Um, but you know, there's always little improvements they can make. Like, uh, I didn't notice this in, until Fans Toys did their blaster. You know, so it's funny. Rick kind of opened up asking about that. But the Fans Toys blaster isn't symmetrical when it's in tape mode. And I was like, why isn't the chest tape in the center of the tape deck? I'm like, that's weird. And then you go back and you look in the animation model and you find out that's accurate. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, man, I didn't even realize yeah. it. And so, like, so their toy has non-asymmetrical transformation really? in it. Yeah. And no one else has done that. You know, not before or, or after. It's always – the transformation is always very symmetrical. But instead with him, you got to, like, shift his – crotch over in the middle of it you know to set that stuff offset that stuff or something like that um i didn't pick it up i picked up the ds one but that little bit of incremental improvement makes me want the fans toys one you know that's just how how i'm broken i just i just haven't done it yet um well i mean i don't know it's kind of tough too where you almost want to collect a character um, you know, just to kind of see all the different different versions that the third parties can do. Um. Well, you go go do that with like Cup, and get through a couple of those like third party cups that came out that were real trash. That was like like the Toy World one was really bad, and yeah, Toy, World, say, Toy, Toy World Toy World is yeah. and Toy World is generally a good company for what it's worth, but. I don't know. They they had a couple. Sometimes you that, miss. That were Friday specials, like you were talking, Rob. <laughs> Ship it. You're just like, were they going for a lower price? There was they had an RC as well that was like pretty rough. Yeah, they they just didn't literally finish. the back half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we all know, yes, a G1 RC. She's probably you know her waist is in the back typically, and her hips are on the sides. Like we kind of get that, but like. You try to make it look like a car, and they're like, "What if her just her ass hanging out past the seats? <laughs> her exhaust is literally her farting, like because it's just lined up, you know." 
<laughs> she is very much gas propelled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just gave up, man. So, so instead of RC, she's RC. I think that's the joke. RC. I'm just making sure I'm catching up with the rest of the class there. I like it. RC. Because you see that RC. Well, um, yeah, I think I think we went for a while. I like here, big box, so... and I cannot lie. Um, I I do want to mention, uh, I guess Anna's Anime Academy, uh, coming up this weekend on uh, Sunday night on the TF Talk Discord at eight thirty Central, nine thirty Eastern. Uh, it's gonna be uh, Super God Master Force episodes twenty five and twenty six. So join them for that. Uh, they've been going tr- pretty deep in there. How many episodes are there? Super God Master Force. It's like forty-two. I believe. Is it forty-two? Wrong. They're getting there. Is that yeah. without the uh, clip shows? There's clip shows. Yeah. Generally, you skip over those. There's li- usually like literally nothing of value in them. Like they're straight up. You know, like. Modern U.S. sitcoms, if they do a clip show, although I don't think they really do them anymore, unless in an ironic way. But you know, back when we used to get those, they would like bookend them with like some new material. You know, yeah. um, remember the time we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then this these clip shows don't even do when... that. It's literally just, hey, here's what happened in the past 15 episodes, in case you missed it. <laughs> Anyways, so continue. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that's pretty much it. I don't know. Does anyone have anything they want to add before we wrap? I like robots. Same. Robots are cool. Nothing really newsworthy that I can think of. Fair enough. Has has anyone else? uh, Has anyone else that uh, has picked up the uh, the Legacy Armada Optimus? Anyone else uh, run into a? Defective elbow. I actually, that was one of the few molds I have not picked up. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Okay, well the uh, it's the uh, the the elbow, the the, uh, the left elbow joint, the gray piece in the uh, smaller bot, the cab bot that mm-hmm. uh, you know ha- has the the smokestack on it. Uh, the 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 fella I got this off of. Uh, ran into an issue where they had two uh, left elbow joints installed in the figure. And as a result, you couldn't bend the elbow at, at the one point where it needed to in order uh, to combine for the super mode. Um, and so he contacted Hasbro and they sent him another one that ended up having an identical issue. The, the, the very same elbow joint. So he huh. put this other one out there said, whoever wants it, just pay shipping. So I was able to, to to snag this one for basically twenty bucks and uh, disassemble it and shave it down to the, the night. Uh, it's like a forty-five degree angle from a ninety-degree angle. So I didn't know if that was a, like a widespread problem or if it was just a fluke, two bots in a row type of thing. So that that may be a thing folks might want to watch out for when getting that uh, commander class figure. I guess be on the lookout. Yeah, kind of like that that weird. Anything with the Studio Series B face. Other than that, I can't think of anything. Peter, for you, do you have that uh, 
that figure, but it's still sealed in a tote somewhere, and so you may never know. Schrodinger's a, uh, elbow. Yeah, it's Schrodinger's elbow. It's it's not in a tote. It's in a pile in the living room. Okay. So whether yeah, I might get around to opening it. The me figure. Interesting take on the classic. Uh, well, cool. Well, very good. Well, thank you guys for joining me, and thanks to everyone in the chat. And uh, we'll we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Take care, guys. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha <laughs> ha!